This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Winter is here, and I encourage you to save your back this year. Contact Keller's today and get a quote for residential or commercial snow removal. And also, it is never too early to start thinking about spring. COVID has put a delay on so many things. Do not delay in getting yourself set up with one of the best in the business when it comes to getting your yard looking its best. Visit Keller's at their location on Kern Street in Exeter, Pennsylvania, just down the street from Blue Ribbon Dairy, or head over to their social media pages for more information. Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. And we're live. Gentlemen, what's up? Going on, man. How you doing? Good. How are you? Very good. No complaints. Another awesome day. Yeah. I mean, you know, we said earlier that uh, it's about 60 degrees here in northeastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, you can't beat that in February. Yeah, February. Was it February 20th right now? 21st. 21st. I don't know what day it is anymore. Years. But uh, won't get used to it, though, because in about four more days, it's going to snow about 10 inches. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you for joining me. I'm joined by uh, Jason, who is the owner of Wayne's World in Dallas, and uh, his manager, Sam. And Sam, you, I believe you are also uh, a member of Spud? Yes, sir. The band Spud? Podcast with you a couple months ago. Yeah, anyone who wants to uh, check out the podcast with the band Spud, head over to the Popco Project on all streaming platforms and you can jump to episode what is it i should have been prepared uh it was a while back it feels like yesterday but it was actually man episode 30 and that was april 1st of last year i'll back yeah and we've got a dog who's joining us i'm hoping i'm hoping this is Chloe. She's our shop dog. Shop dog. We've got a shop dog at Axelrad. Oh yes. Yeah. Gotta have a shop dog. Gotta have a, yeah. I mean, every every uh, every business should have a shop dog. They're the, they're the best like icebreaker, and it can go like one of two ways. It can go like the the customer could be terrified, or just the happiest they'll be all day. Um, but a, a an icebreaker nonetheless. Yeah, we have people stop in just to see Chloe. Yeah. I hope she's getting a commission. She is. She is. She is. She's our best. She gets fed in a nice warm bed, right? And treats. I think that's why she's sitting here begging me. Yeah, now. she started getting kind of fat from it. She's starting to, starting to fork up a little bit. Yeah. So um, I mentioned that you're the co-owner, or not co-owner, you're the owner of uh, Wayne's World. And Wayne's World in Dallas, Wayne's World in general, the name has a long history in northeastern Pennsylvania. At one point, they had a couple of different locations. I know they were on Main Street in Pittston for uh, you know way back in the day. Then they opened the shop in, in Dallas, where you are now. Um, talk a little bit about you know you know what Wayne's World means to this area because, like I said, it's been around for a long time. And if you know the history, please by all means uh, share that with me and the the listeners. So Wayne originally opened back in Pittston, and I, I think it was 95 or 96, uh, primarily as like CDs, cassettes, and like VHS. Um, he's always been doing like the buying, selling, trading thing, which we still do today. Um, he did move a couple locations in Pittston. He started um, on Broad Street and then moved to South Main Street in Pittston. And then um, where he was for probably about 10 or 12 years was right on Main, South Main Street in Pittston. Um, Maybe like eight years into having that is when he opened up Dallas as well. And he had both locations going. Um, and when he moved up here, he started doing the instruments and repairs and uh, giving lessons and stuff, but still kept the uh, records and CDs and all that. 
just kind of expanded into doing more. And then he decided he wanted to move to Key West. So he left me here for a couple years. And then I uh, finally bought it off him and just kept the same thing going that he started like 25 or 26 years ago now. Yeah, not a bad move for him, right? No, no, not at all. Great place to go visit too and have to, you know, pay for a hotel or any of that stuff, which is nice. Yeah, you got to do a business trip, you know, Absolutely. meet with the former owner, get some uh, tips and all that kind of stuff, right? Absolutely. But, um, so you bought it off Wayne and his wife, Jamie, right? Is that right? Yeah, right. Um, that was uh, just recently, within the last year or two? Of last year, so January of 21. Now, was that something that you always wanted to do or i mean like you decided to buy it in the middle of a, of a pandemic it was kind of crazy yeah so <laughs> when i started in pittston actually so i'm from pittston so i started there when i was a kid is um his location on north main she actually rented off my dad so i started going there when i was real young and then <clears throat> pretty much i was going there every day I had no choice but to put me to work so i was working there and then when i came up here like we kind of talked about selling it, me buying it, like the timing was just never right. But then the pandemic hit. So the timing was kind of right for him. But I was like, uh, you know, but it was a business so long. I figured, you know, I think I could keep the ball rolling and keep it going. And so far it's been going good. So luckily, I mean, you were through the pandemic. All right. I mean, you were basically running it while he was uh, in Florida, right? So it's not really. Yeah, it wasn't anything new to me per se. Yeah, just a financial jump. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. And, you know, what, what it, today, you know, Wayne's World, uh, for people who may not know, I mean, I mean, what are you, what is your, your day to day business right now on uh, Memorial Highway in Dallas? I mean, we definitely still do a lot of instrument lessons guitar, p <clears throat> guitar, piano, bass, uh, mandolin, ukulele, banjo. Pretty much any string instruments, plus we do drums as well. Piano. Yeah. Did you say piano? I didn't say piano. <laughs> um, and then uh, vinyl's still very big for us. We still do a lot with vinyl. Mostly used, but I do, you know, I stock some new vinyl as well. I still take pre-orders. If people want to order something they can't find. Um, CDs people still buy for their car, whatever. Video games, not as much. Like, we still carry video games in the systems, but they, um, you know, not as big as it was a couple years ago. The uh, the vinyl thing still has me blown away. I don't know. I can't get into it. Yeah. Um, kind of pre-warned him about this. We had this <laughs> conversation with the Spud podcast. <laughs> Did we? I can't remember what I, what I talked about. <laughs> I feel like part of it, other than the sound, is like the collecting of it. I mean, going and finding it and digging through boxes and crates and looking for stuff. And then even just, I mean, some of it has super cool artwork. People will buy stuff, myself included, because it has a really cool cover take it home and it can really surprise you and be something really good or it's just another you know piece to hang on the wall but uh just you I know about digging for it and not just going on your phone and going you know the who and having it pop right up you know it might take right. you find a record you're looking for but then when you do it's like ah you know i mean i can appreciate the art aspect of it i mean from what i've seen out there like the new stuff especially just it is it's pretty neat yeah, um yeah, cool stuff whether it's the record itself being, you know, the different colors or, yeah. you know, the transparency of it or whatever it might be. It is cool. I just can't, I don't know. I, I'm, and I can appreciate what you're saying about, you know, digging through stuff and, and finding, you know, gold almost, you know? So is it an audio thing for you? Um, <clears throat> audio is one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have friends that will try and tell me to this day that, records sound better than a cd um i don't believe that's possible um i i feel like that's that's true and it's not i think i think yeah. it, they sound less like perfect but i think there's something more authentic and real about sounding about vinyl and it also depends on your setup like that's if you if you've say. only ever listened to vinyl like through like a briefcase record player with built-in speakers and let's say like it's an old beat to shift vinyl with pops and scratches and it. it's not going to sound great but you get a brand new 180 gram vinyl on a good turntable with good speakers it's going to sound like nothing else okay i'm trying to think of a comparison of that and i had one the other day and i forget what it was uh yeah i don't know but i had, I had a good comparison for that 
also just like with um vinyl compared to cds like mix wise with cds you have to compress the sound a little more so everything does sound a little tighter and glued together but you end up <laughs> losing some frequencies vinyl you could carry more v frequencies because it's um it's more uh, analog based, just the way it's recorded. So you get more frequencies in the low and the high ends that end up getting lost in the CD. Um, That's why transition and then get lost even more when you switch over to MP3. Then everything just sounds completely squished. And that's why on a record you could only hold, say, I think it's like 23 minutes per side, where a CD could hold 80 minutes and then an MP3 you could hold, I don't even oh, know, the, however long. So compressing everything yeah. to get it to fit. That's why records used to be double and triple records when they came out on CD. They're only one CDs. They compress <clears throat> all the sound to get it to fit. So you do lose a little bit, but I mean, the average person might not notice it. Like you don't have, you know, if you're not listening for it, you might not know. Because same listening to the radio, like most people aren't going to notice they're not hearing everything because what they're used to hearing anyway. So mm -hmm. they don't realize they're missing out on something. Kind of like uh, DHS. How it used to, you know, be the whole screen. Then when DVDs came out, widescreen actually did show more. But you're so used to seeing in the movie on VHS, you, you know what I mean? You never knew you were missing out on anything, right? So it's kind of uh, interesting how over time, you know, things change like that. Um, and it's kind of hard to think about where we'll be in the next ten to fifteen years. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just and actually you know, just like because we we were talking a while ago about whether or not CDs are going to make a comeback like vinyl did. And I think actually, so. I think it, so. Yeah, and I, I was actually kind of skeptical of it because I didn't think it had the same novelty as vinyl, but we checked, like, last year, what was it? CD sales went up 10% or yeah, something? Yeah, first time in, like, 15 or 20 <clears throat> yeah. years that CD, maybe not 20 years, maybe 10 years that uh, CDs outsold MP3s in, like, 10 years. So I think even in the future, kids that never seen them, might get a kick off and want to go buy them again because it's just something, you know, they never seen before. Kind of like how vinyl made a comeback with kids that never seen them. I think the same thing might happen to CDs once they're kind of, I want to say non-existent, but where most people aren't using them, I think they might have a comeback. Well, I mean, future, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, even bands, uh, maybe this was like two, three, four years ago, and maybe even today, I'm not, I'm not really sure, but they started making cassettes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that started yeah. making a comeback too, as well. Comeback. Which they didn't sound better, and they don't even look that no. cool. So. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of yeah, cassettes. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it just like I, I for the longest time, I continued to support the local record stores and and, and buy CDs because that was my thing. I was I would buy CDs every week, and um, it just like it got to the point where I was spending like fifty bucks a week and. My mask, it's 200 bucks a month, and that's just not financially responsible. Because my, my problem was, I'd go in without even having a purpose to be in there, and I would just find something to buy, whether it was I liked the art on the cover, or um, I was digging through the used section and I found something that didn't have from the you know 90s or whatever, early 2000s. I would just buy it to buy it. And what I would do too is I would just come home, I would rip it onto the computer, transfer it to my iPod, and then I would go from there. So, like, the, my CD collection is like immaculate as far as the condition that it's in too. Um, I'm hoping maybe one day my son, you know, will open up the cabinet and maybe go through it and think it's cool. But um, I'm, yeah, I mean, just it, it, the convenience that you have. Um, you know, I, I, I fought for a long time. I would still buy CDs and put on the iPod, but like, it's just like these phones and it sucks. I hate, I hate being uh, guilty of it, but it's just, you know, Definitely convenient. It's convenient. Like it's know? nice having the option to um just pull up anything you want anytime and listen to it. But at the same time, like and I kind of got away from CDs for a while too because I was just streaming in my car because I just wanted to listen to so much stuff. But at the same time, it's nice to just have a CD in the player so when you start your car, you can just go and just continue where you left off rather than having to pull out your phone and think about what you want to listen to and. Yeah, sometimes there's too much, and I'm like, yeah, some, overloaded. yeah sometimes it's overwhelmed. But I like to sometimes I'll just leave my house what I know I'm going to listen to that day. So I go both ways too. I still definitely play CDs. I do streaming as well. And sometimes it's easier, like you said, to just yeah. kind of know what I'm going to listen to that day and have it in. So other times I'm spending half the drive looking for what I want to hear, you yeah. know? 
I'm I'm guilty of that too. And I miss I miss listening to to a CD from start to finish, like at, yeah, at really. once. Especially a lot of albums are made to listen to that way. Like yeah. it's our Pink Floyd CD. She's doing it again. Oh, oh we got we got the dog humping the leg. You know, this is a PG show. It's PG. actually like, really weird because she usually does do that. that. I think that's the first time she ever did that. Sure, sure. Yeah, she saw a camera and I was like, all right, time to perform. Star. <laughs> 15 minutes of fame right here. But yeah, I mean, even it goes to I talk about this a lot too. It's like, you know, we you mentioned having too much going on and uh, you know, Netflix and all that kind of stuff. Like there's like too much out there. Like I spend more time looking for something to watch than I do actually watching something. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, you, you asked me a question before and I completely gapped out on one of the aspects of the business. You mentioned what we do here and we did actually build a stage a couple months ago. We've been doing some live shows here and uh, we started open jam a, sessions, um, open jam sessions, get people to come down, play with other musicians. With, with Spud? Spud's the Bro, bro I, ha- I had you. I had you. I wasn't going to let you forget. I, I just hear me that I didn't, I didn't bring that up when you asked what we did. I was like, I was, that's kind of. I was kind of happy you didn't. I was like, all right, well. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, my bad. I'll set him up. <laughs> Who's doing this interview? You or me? My bad, my bad. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I mean, talk about that. I mean, that's why I think Sam reached out for the most part. Um, obviously, you've been, you have a year under your belt running or owning uh, Wayne's World, and you guys want to kind of, um, add to the local scene that we have here, you know, not just being a local business, but also a place where people can perform. So yeah, you built this stage. Talk about that. That's really like you, you touched on it right there about helping out the local scene. That was the main thing when, as soon as Jay bought the store like a year ago, I think we were just like, yeah, let's start doing different stuff. So we took a while and built the stage and like, it's cool. Cause like at first, especially last year, like none of the shows we did where it, um, we didn't have any charge on the door or anything. Everything was free. So it was all just about trying to bring the music community together and just get people out and playing. And um, he mentioned we started doing the open jam sessions, which we just started doing recently. And we're doing the first Tuesday of every month. So the next one's going to be March 1st. And it's just cool because I, I wanted to get I feel like there's starting to be a lack of local bands right now. So I just wanted to see a you know, new people getting together to play and start maybe forming some new projects and just getting the interest going and playing with other people. And doing it a little different than open mics where it's not mostly just someone coming up with an acoustic guitar and playing, which is fine. We are talking about doing open mics down the road too, but this is more to get people playing with, with know, other people, with other musicians, get them playing with people they may have never played with before making some connections. So yeah, because it, it's, it's been fun so far. Because it's like uh, all, all my students, because I, I am one of the teachers here, all my students, I always tell like the only way to really get better as a musician is to play with other people. Like you could practice in your room all day by yourself and it only gets you so far. It's pretty much just like preparing you for when you get out and yeah, I mean, interact with other musicians. Cool. And that's when you yeah. really start honing in your skills. So I'm really trying to just share that with people and get more people interacting like that because it's not really anything like it so when we do those jam sessions it's pretty cool because we pretty much have spud set up and um we start the night off with a couple jams and then it's pretty much just open stage anyone could hop in and join we could hop off and just whatever happens happens it's not really much of a structure to it well what time does that start on the first tuesday of every month uh, seven o'clock, and goes till whenever. Whenever, yeah. Seven a question mark. That can that could be like <laughs> scary. <laughs> we, we we like to get late here sometimes. Even yeah. some even a couple of spud shows here where we were here till four in the morning. So the weekend ones are a little easier to go yeah. late. Like being that's a Tuesday. Yeah, we'll go to question mark, but I think the last one went to like 11 30. Yeah, 11 it wasn't super late. We've done spud shows, we've been here to like three in the morning. They just wouldn't get off stage, just kept playing. If people were here, they were playing. So, yeah, that's my philosophy. If there's you know, even a handful of people and we have instruments on stage, why would we stop? Yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's not really a place in the back mountain area that has a stage for bands to play i mean maybe grotto out at harvey's lake 
and they don't really yeah have they a don't stage even really have say. a stage mostly just solo and duos I'd say and also most most of the <laughs> venues <laughs> sorry <laughs> Chloe's running through the garbage in there <laughs> stop that dog she's crazy <laughs> shut that door <laughs> be careful be uh, careful um trash dog most of the venues in the area are pretty much just bars and yeah there's not really a stage it's kind of a you know set up in the corner put up your speakers and you know i like playing bars too as a band it's fun yeah nothing wrong with it i'm just saying there's no there's no real like stage uh for a full band to really to really um no and do, there's do, do, do. for people kids under 21 That's to play because you can't even play in a bar usually if you're under 21 anymore so yeah they like, put an end to that so it's rough yeah, I'm trying to think um, yeah, who has local musicians out that way. I guess three guys. Yeah, three Jay, guys. Jay and Jay. And... They don't do it anymore. Um, Jay and Jay doesn't do it no more. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, Jay and Jay actually got, um, they got sued by ASCAP. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. It's rough in 21, though. There's just no really, you know, yeah. there's nothing left anymore. There used to be, uh, what was it, Metro down in Wilkes-Barre years ago. Yeah, uh, the coffee place. There was, you know, there was a couple places, but now it's pretty much twenty-one and over most places to play. So, and even go see music. Like if you, you know, you don't really have clubs left anymore that were under eighteen. Like when I was a kid, there was Staircase and Tinks, and there's a couple places that you know I was able to go to and see music. But now, you know, unless it's an actual venue like the Kirby Center, or the arena, there's nowhere really to go see music if you're under twenty-one or play it. So, you know give everyone an opportunity to, to enjoy some music. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I, I was doing a, um, like an underage or all ages rather, I should say all age shows at Carl Hall, which is one of the very few. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about that place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is, right. this is back in 2019 and like the first two months of 2020. Um, oh. and it was great just to, to see, uh, parents bring their, their young children and like, it's great. The bands would like kind of get like after they were done, they'd stick around and like take pictures with the kids. And I just thought that was such a cool like moment for me, at least just to, to be, you know, an organizer of that and see, you know, young kids appreciate, you know, music. Um, I agree. So I'm guessing you're, you know, the goal of this whole thing would to be also, you know, provide that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially like with being a store that offers music lessons and stuff, it's nice to have the option out there. You know, if you have a student that's starting to get pretty good, to be like, hey, come out to this jam session and try to jam with some other people, try to put some stuff together. Has that happened yet? Not yet. I mean, we, we only started the jam sessions like this year. Okay. So that's like we're very early. Okay. So we're, we're on the, the, the very ground level. Okay. Very but we're hoping to build it. Like right now, we're only doing the first Tuesday. But if it starts picking up, we'll do every other, and then maybe every week, even we'll see where it goes. Yeah, you gotta start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as far as lessons and things like that go, I mean, do you see a lot of people f- from like solely the Back Mountain, or do you kind of pull from the Wilkes-Barre area? Um, I'd say mostly the Back Mountain, but we definitely we had people come from like Benton and Berwick and. Uh, Kind of all over. Not not so much Wilkes-Barre, more kind of going out, you know, Sweet Valley, Benton, kind of out that way yeah. a little bit more. Um, gotcha. I had people come from Wilkes-Barre, but I'd say it's mostly back mountain and then past. Where are you? Is the camera set up on the stage right now? Um, Just in front of the stage. Oh, gotcha. I'm trying to get a visual of where it'll be. Yeah. That's cool cool spot yeah you have to cool. stop down I, I told the guys in spot i need to stop down march 11th right yeah march 11th uh stingray local uh, blues guy he's gonna be doing a show here he's doing a show with him and uh his drummer longtime drummer cw thomas and half of spud me and our bass player steve cornea we're doing the blues show with him he's one of our actually my guitar teacher he taught me just about everything i know and then i Flipped it upside down and did my own thing with it. Cool. That'll be a free show as well. Yeah, free show. Is that, is that Saturday? Uh, March 11th. 
Friday. Friday, I think, actually. So that's fun. Yeah, Stingray's been doing his thing for a long, long time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, local time. legend, you know. Yeah. So I haven't heard that name in a long time. You're here, so which is good. That was actually my uh, introduction into Wayne's World because I started taking lessons with Ray when I was eight, and then I probably took lessons with him since I was like eight till what twenty, probably. Yeah, and yeah, I you were start working here, and I've just always been around here, and it's just always been my place, you know. Now, as far as I, I hate talking about it, but I feel like we have to because it's the world we live in. Um, and getting through a pandemic, um, I don't, I don't recall, but I don't think that a music store was deemed essential. No, that's at least. So yeah, I mean, I talk about that period of this this time in the life of Wayne's World. Once um you, oh sorry no no let's go ahead we had, we had to switch and do mostly zoom lessons so we were doing the the lessons you know still one-on-one -on -one, but doing them through zoom like we're doing now uh which for most people it works some people is pretty difficult it was difficult with kids just because yeah. you know most kids wouldn't even understand how to like tune their instruments or trying to teach them how to tune their instrument when they're on the other end of the call like there's just it, it definitely didn't work for with, new students yeah. with like more long-term students that we had for a while the transition was a little easier but trying to get new students was a little difficult with it and then doing a lot of sales through online um site called reverb i was using and ebay and just trying to you know keep it going i was also doing like curbside pickup like if you facebook me or called me you know i'd run outside with it you know i was coming up a couple days a week still and um so, you know, I was still, I technically wasn't open, but still trying to stay busy and keep the, keep the business rolling. So, which, you know, wasn't easy, but luckily we have some really good customers and we're able to, you know, hold our feet and keep our head above water. So I feel like the main thing that's helped us through the years with everything is just having a strong foundation of regular customers and people that, yeah, we have some always, great customers. We have some very great customers that we see and, you know, this place is kind of a hub for a lot of people we have a lot of people that just come in and hang out with us for hours at a time and we, you they know do. we love it it makes the day go by a lot quicker yeah it's good to have that i i when i talked to a lot of musicians I, um a lot of those places also seem to be like recording studios that have been like just uh, a great um hub and yep. uh hangout spot yeah i don't think people realize how important that is yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that's dying and, you know, yeah. think of how many record shops there was 10, 15 years ago, you know, every city or small town had one, you know, there was a gallery of sound, what, like 13 locations at one point. <laughs> he had a lot, you know? Yeah. So there was, there was always just a spot to go and talk music with like-minded people and hang out, even guitar shops before guitar center, you know, there was three or four in Scranton. There was a couple in Wilkes-Barre, Pittston, Plains, like there was, you know, music shops everywhere. They're kind of, they're a little bit of a dying breed now. So, um, happen still got some floating around, including us. Yeah. I remember I tried to uh, get a job at gallery sound when I was young, like when I was 16 or whatever. And you had to take a test. And uh, I don't know if I, like, I don't know what it was, but I, uh, never, never got a call back. No, I didn't pass the test. Maybe you said you don't like vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> at that, at that <laughs> time, no. No, my parents used to listen to vinyl. I was I was okay with it back then. <laughs> it's just it's so bulky. Like, I I mean like the, the 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 collection I have now is is so big and like they're they're smaller and like I I, they're heavy. Oh yeah, and you got yeah. a store writer. They get ruined. Like, yeah, you don't store them yeah, properly. Yeah, you have to clean yeah, them every time thing. you use them, and it's definitely a process. Like yeah. I I totally get why you wouldn't like why someone wouldn't be into it. And like if you are, totally it's, it's kind of like um, not a tradition was the word I'm looking for. Like we do it every time, like a routine. It's almost yeah, it's like, routine. you know what I mean? Like a good routine where you enjoy doing it. And I know? feel like with vinyl too, especially versus streaming, you get a little bit of this with CDs, but like it makes listening to music more of like activity more than just like a background thing. That's kind of like, what I was trying to get at. You actually have to take the record, put it on the player, and it's like, you're almost sitting down specifically to listen to music as if you were watching a movie or something. 
where if you're just streaming it a lot of the times you just have it on in the background it's just kind of a backdrop to whatever you're doing and you might not be playing the full album from start to yeah. finish like you mentioned earlier you might be listening to one song from this one song from that you don't get the you know the full the experience, experience. what the artist was trying to trying to do there maybe i'm just lazy it yeah, I get it. <laughs> and that's valid. I totally get it. Yeah. Totally valid. Yeah, yeah. Cause before I got into it, I thought the same thing. It's a lot of work just to listen to music, you know. I was, I was a CD guy, so I'm like, it's a lot of work. Then once I started doing it, I'm like, it's I kind of enjoy this. Like this is fun, you know. It's like people that make their favorite drink every night. They don't complain about making the drink. That you know, maybe not half the enjoyment, but you know, if you make it <laughs> right, kind of fun, you know. Um I go I we have a I have this, like a core group of friends that we, you know, we're in a text group and they all have you know vinyl and vinyl well maybe not all of them maybe if there's five or six of us maybe all but two of us including me um have this extravagant setup um yeah but that's all like they have walls of vinyl um they have to like mount mount to the wall because um you know it's so heavy and they have children and yeah they'll spend the entire sunday afternoon like you said cleaning the records and yeah wow I'm lazy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Like, Especially seen it from the outside, yeah. totally get what you yeah, want. Yeah, that's what I was doing. saying. Like, I totally, totally understand why it. someone wouldn't be into vinyl. Yeah. But, like, it's like once you get, finally do get into it, it yeah. just kind of starts going deeper and deeper. I can't, I don't have time for it either. <laughs> I get outside, it. Yeah, outside of the whole, I don't want to clean it. <laughs> totally fair. fair. That's, why I don't, that's why I don't shoot my gun that often. I don't want to clean it. Yeah, yep. I understand that one too. <laughs> Oh man. Well, it's really cool uh, what you're doing. Um, and you're making a space for, for musicians and a place to hang out. And it, it's, it's almost the opposite of where musicians have been, you know, over the past year or two, just cause they've been, you know, there's no shows, there's no anything like, um, which I was like really concerned with like musicians and like, and how are they going to like survive? Like without being able to, to, to play, you know, it's like a, yeah. that's such a form of, the art and, and part of it and um and there, there were a lot of up and downs just like even playing with spud it's like it was dead for months and months and months and then last summer like it started picking up we were playing a lot and then there was like another scare with the the new variant and stuff and started diving down it looked like we were gonna shut down again and it's worrisome like yeah you know every day it's something new yeah always that's why we i think both of us we just stop paying attention yeah i'm over it like i'm so i'm so sick and tired of it i hate talking about it but i feel like i said like before i kind of have to just to kind of address the uh the elephant in the room and um i just want to be over i mean we're we're going literally on two years now it's crazy it's crazy yeah yeah yeah, it feels a lot shorter it's uh you know is it gonna end at this point i'm like I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised in five years. Are we still going to be talking about it? Still going to be a thing? Like I hope not. But I, I didn't think it was going to last this long. Like if I if I was a betting yeah. man, I'd like six months tops. I feel like, over I, forgotten I feel like, about. I feel like both of us said like when it first started happening and the first shutdown happened, we'd be like, all right, it's two weeks. We're close. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. We could do this. We got. We'll this. be back, back at it. And then yeah, it just kept going on and on and on and on. It's still a thing. I feel bad for the kids too. You mentioned earlier, you know, them having difficulty, um, you know, doing lessons virtually. And I mean, think about their, their school habits and not being in school and trying to yeah, do it that way. And the parents, I don't even know how parents survived. Um, yeah. I was, I was fortunate where I got to work from home for three months and my wife worked from home every other day. So we, we were in my kids in daycare. So we didn't have to worry about like schooling him. Yeah. Um, what a weird, weird, yeah. weird time. Very weird. But I'm glad you made it out of it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, lot of other, you know, small businesses weren't as fortunate, and it's sad. But we were lucky. We made it. Yeah, and I mean, you're the business too that, you know, was deemed non-essential. So I mean, that, those were the. I mean, did you receive any kind of help from the government? Um. I did a little bit. Yeah. I That's did good. Get yeah. I got one of their loans that they were doing. So that definitely helped. That's good. Yeah. 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 Definitely helped. But, so you built the stage 
you know, we're very early 2022. Um, any big plans for the rest of the year? Um, kind of just, I want, I want to really build the open jam night. Like I said, we might start a, an open mic as well and just try to get some more local musicians up here playing. Maybe some people that aren't technically right from the back mountain and get, you know, some new fan bases going yeah. get some new faces in the also store where, you know, we, we mentioned we have the stingray show coming up. Like we're always looking for new bands and artists to come perform and set up an actual show. So if anyone's listening, that's in a band or performing, get in touch with us and we can set something up. Facebook, call the shop, stop in, you know? Yeah. Where can people find you online? Uh, Facebook is what Wayne's world Dallas or Wayne's world. Yeah. Our phone number, I think. It's Wayne's World, Dallas, and our phone number. So 570-674-1995. And then we do have an Instagram, which is... Wayne's World Music. That one's nice and easy. Cool. And in addition to the stage, do you offer any kind of backline, or is it kind of bring your own gear? Yeah. No, we usually actually, like, with the jam sessions at least, um, spot, like, we pretty much have our stuff set up to use. Um, bass, rig, drums... Guitar amps, we'll usually have one or two set up, but depending, like, what if there's four guitar players that all want to get up at the same time and play? So, you know, if you're a player and you have an amp that you particularly like to use, feel free to bring it down. But if not, we'll get you set up. If we shows, we have the PA. And yeah, if the shows, we have PA, speaker, drum kit, drum kit um, bass rig. I feel like most people are going to bring their own amp and guitar for that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, guitar players are we're really particular <laughs> about stuff. Nothing wrong with that. They're, they're tools, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Guitar players are tools. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't. That's, those are your words, not mine. I did not say that. <laughs> no, that's great, though. That's awesome. Um, as far as Wayne's World goes, I imagine that's something that you're going to keep for the remainder of your ownership, right? Yeah. 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 That's such an old name. That's such a good, you know, standing and tradition. I didn't want to change it. And I mean, you got that great movie to, to kind of. Yeah. Excellent party on. How many people walked in the, the door singing that song? It happens. If I had a producer, I'd be like, yo, I'll put that song in here right now. Hey. <laughs> oh man. I haven't seen that movie in probably, I don't know. Twenty years? It's been a couple years for me. It is a classic a though. Yeah. It's I feel like I while. need to rewatch it because it has been a while. We, yeah. we always talk like I think every year for Halloween we always talk is coming in as Wayne and Garth, but we've never we haven't done it yet. Yeah, one of these years. This might be the year. I I'm a, I could and feel like, it I feel it. like we have it down perfect too. But. I feel like you should also like just have a, a white screen hanging and and just have the movie playing all, nope. all the time. So I want to get a projector like screen for the, for the yeah. stage anyway. So that might yeah. not be a bad idea. I like that. Yeah, do do start doing some movies. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we were talking about, that, about too, that like actually. last week. Yeah, and also, doing, cool. we were talking about doing like Mario Kart tournaments and stuff with the projector screen and just getting all kinds of different stuff going. Do do a record listening party? Ooh, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. Especially if something new comes out, like a new yeah. hundred and eighty gram pressing or something. We can throw that on. Did I see um, tools releasing uh, something pretty big? Yeah, some kind of like five record set. Yeah. Only only one side has music on it, and then the other right. side like etched out art. It sounds pretty cool. I'm I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious about it. Right yes. now, you only get it at the shows. I think I read. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah, it was it was they were in Philly last night. I think it was they were talking about it or something. I forget. Yes, yeah, so I think Philly was like the first night they were releasing them. So, which I think was last night actually. Yeah. 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 So yeah, do a, a record listening party. Get some. Uh, gotta be a nice coffee shop out there right like local yeah yeah there is there's a new one that just opened down the road actually really yeah i can't think of the name by um uh ranch wagon if you made the if you went down the hill there by ranch wagon there's a new cap yes. in there i forget the name though yeah we've we've actually talked about 
trying to turn this into like a little coffee shop as well as a music shop. Just keep running out of room, yeah, but might be able to do it room. sooner or later. I mean, either way, we usually like, at least when we first open, have a pot of coffee in the back. So like any regulars that come in, we usually offer a cup too. But we might start trying to sell it too. Now you're almost in that full space in that building, right? No, not anymore. We not used anymore. to be. Now that there's three shops with us. Oh, okay. On the very end is Aquin Jewelers, which they've probably been there. A thousand years. Yeah, yeah, they've been there a long time. Then we're in the middle section, and then on the end is an antique shop. Okay. The antique shop as well. It's just, it got to be way too big. You know, it was a lot to try to maintain a store that size. It was, I mean, I mean, I could have had a huge stage then, but it, I don't, you know, it just wasn't worth having that yeah, much real we, estate. We make do with the room that we have, I think, right now. But I mean, it is limiting when we talk about like expanding yeah. to other aspects and stuff. Well, you never know. Maybe the antique shop will one day leave, and it'll be it'll be a right time for you, and you can take it back over. Very true. Very true. Who knows what the future holds? You know, hopefully, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. So we didn't see a pandemic coming. So yeah, no, we did not. Who the hell knows? No. Yeah. Oh man. But uh. You used to have some like, uh, well, I, I don't know how many people used to work there, um, but you've had some big names that uh, have worked at uh, Wayne's World. Aaron, Aaron from Breaking Ben used to work here. Yeah, Saliga from Breaking Ben as well. Yeah. Uh, now we got Sammy from Spud. He's going to be the next rock star to blow up. So that's what I was thinking. Yep, yep. So think about it, bud. Absolutely. Yeah, there's been, I'm sure there's others too, and I can't think of who at the moment, but. I think there were two. You know yeah, what I mean? Ray's definitely a legend. local legend if there ever was one. So. I mean, what you should do is you should try and get a hold of Aaron. Be like, yo, bud, come uh, come uh, break the stage in. That's true. Yeah. If he came down for one of the jam nights, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He's a great guy. He's uh, he I definitely has a. Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's you know I, I've followed Aaron for a long time before he got into Breaking Ben, and uh, what a it, it couldn't have happened to a better person. And um, he know he still does not forget where he where he came from, which is yeah. amazing. Absolutely, yeah. I used to do hops and barley's. What was it, every Tuesday night, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. And then it was either the same time or maybe even before that. It was a place called Liam's, which was in Wilkes-Barre. All right. Now we yeah, used to every all every Thursday, I think it was, or Wednesday. I think it was Thursday. Monday, I think it was the Ale House before it got flooded. Remember yeah. There? Was it River Street Ale House, I think? Yeah. Now yeah. it's like a now it's a church. Yeah, now it is. I drive past it a lot coming home from work, so it is a church. Yeah. So yeah. But that was a good spot too. It was. It's a shame that that uh flood again. What twenty eleven? Gonna wipe that out? I think, yeah, yeah, I think 2011. So, already over 10 years ago. It's crazy. Time goes by. It does, man. It's crazy how fast it goes. I don't even know anymore. I'm, I'm, I feel, I feel older. I feel a year older every day. It seems like. Yeah, it's crazy. But, well, I don't know. I'm glad you guys got this, this, uh, new, uh, new stage going. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped that you're, you know, trying to get some, some action out in the uh, the back mountain, and as far as getting this local scene together, and and you know encouraging the arts and entertainment, uh, I think what you're doing is great. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having us on here yeah. too. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having us. You know, it's funny. I, I drive past your place every time I go to my, visit my mom. I was just out there last week, maybe. I should have, I should have swung by. I will get out there last week. Actually, yeah. Neil was here last week. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You know, Cameron. Uh -huh. Yeah, they swung yeah, in there they, last they week. They together now. And oh, really? Yeah. I'll see. I'll see Cameron over the holidays. He'll always stop out my mom's place. Nice. Yeah, he's a great kid. He used to work here too. Actually, that's how I know Cameron. He works. Oh, here really? High school. Yeah. 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 Love Cameron. He still pops in whenever he's in town. You know. That's good. Yeah, he's a good kid. He is. He is. I'm trying to think. Of the next time, oh, I have this March 11th date written down. I don't get out much these days. Yeah, yeah. If you're, you know, if you're yeah. out and about, definitely Definitely's swing through. I just, uh, I did like my once a month or once every two month uh, night out 
uh, was it last Saturday or last Friday rather? I went and saw Lifer at uh, the Jazz Cafe. Nice, nice. Yeah, I wish I could have made that. They were one of my first concerts I ever saw when I was like 11, actually. They opened for Godsmack at, uh, at Montage, you know. Um, Aaron Fink still stops in all the time, too. He's another great guy. I love Aaron. Yep. Which, how was the show? Great, probably, right? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it's amazing how tight they are after all these years. Yeah. They did a cover of the um, a Weekend song, I think it was. Oh yeah, nice. Whole, yeah, it was. It was like, wow, this is uh, not what I expected yeah, from these guys. Cool. Very cool. So good. But um, how about Spud? What's Spud up to? Any any shows coming up outside well, of the? We're playing in Syracuse in a couple weeks. Um, other than that, we have uh, we're doing Jibber Jazz, some kind of jam in April. That's and in what school Haven? No, it's in Elephant. Oliphant. Oliphant. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, getting booked up for the summer. Winter was kind of slow yeah, for us. Say. Yeah, actually, uh, 513, we're doing a Beatles tribute at the Jazz Cafe. Oh, shit. So that should be fun. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We, we kind of slowed down a little bit this winter. We're kind of starting to get booked up for the spring and the summer. Honestly, after last year, we kind of could use a little... Little bit bit of a lapse because we got a little bit got a little busy. Gotcha. Nothing at the uh Pisano wines? No, we actually haven't been there yet. It's, I need to hit them up. Yeah. That's a cool spot. I've been there a couple I haven't been there yet either. Yeah, it's a cool little spot. All these cool spots opening up back home. I've never been there. Yeah, it's tough getting out as a parent, yeah. you know. We actually just played up uh like two feet up the road here this past Saturday at North Slope. Okay. Great with um, our buddy Cameron Warner. He's got a pedal steel guitar. So he sat in with us for the whole gig. So we kind of did like the whole little country thing. It was, it was a lot of fun. We never really did anything quite like that before. But we're always trying to um, expand and experiment with different genres. So just open to anything. Did North Slope stop making their own beer? Yeah, they did. They lost their brewery about a year or two ago. I forget, but they pretty much only carry other locally brewed beer now. So they have like Susquehanna Brewing and Yingling, Yingling, all kinds of different locally brewed stuff. They don't have any. (laughs) That sucks, though. I mean, no, no, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I I thought. For a brewer, but you know, it might be easier said than done. I'm sure. I interviewed the uh, the the guy at New Trail Brewing uh, in Williamsport, and um, and I was just out at uh, I went to, I stopped out at the Back Mountain Brewery. Um, that just opened. Yeah, it's up at the Twin Stacks up the road. Yeah, I stopped in there. I heard good things. What'd you think? It was good. It was good. There, there was a what the hell did he call it? Um, shit, I never even heard of the style before, but it was excellent. Um, but uh, I, I always thought it would be cool. Like if I, if I could do things over again, I might try and like go to school to be a brewer. That'd be cool. It's never That'd too late. Cool. <laughs> Don't. Dude, it's too late for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and only because like kids and and maybe maybe you know if the beer thing is still like a thing in 20 years when the kids older and oh it's not going away yeah i don't think we're americans we like alcohol we we like to drink well i mean like i'm talking like those local like craft beer bars and things like that i mean like you're always gonna have the the coors lights and the miller lights and things like that but there's always something I, i i feel like with breweries and things like that like it's it's a uh, very similar to uh, the the local music shop. It's a place for people to gather and 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 celebrate and and just you know, so it's a different vibe. Yeah, and, and you're yeah, right. Yeah. Like it, it is something that kind of only like blew up again in like what the past five to ten years. Yeah, it seemed to get really popular. So who knows what twenty years is going to look like? Hopefully, it keeps going up when it stays. I used to homebrew, um, and I wish I kept doing it. Cause that was 2010. I was doing that, so maybe I could have been a brewer by now if I stuck with it. But 
I'm a quitter. I'm lazy. I told you. Yeah, I, I hear you. Trying to keep all that stuff clean? Because yeah, that was like the, the biggest thing. You had to make sure that that stuff was sanitized. And, but um, why were we talking about? Oh, I, I just thought that North Slope had a really... The beers were decent, but I thought the branding that they had, like, I always hate when you know, a brewery opens up and the branding kind of sucks or lacks. Like, you have such an opportunity to, to make something cool and creative. Yeah. And I thought, I thought North Slope was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a cool room. I always like um I like the way they have their stage set up. Like they have this nice little um I don't know, like border thing on the front like where you, fencing. Yeah, like this kind of like fencing thing on the front with the tabletop. So like I could put like my my drink and my guitar slides and all my gadgets and stuff up there. It's I don't know. It's it's a nice room. I like the room. It has a good laid back vibe to it. Yeah. Even for just like a, a Saturday afternoon. Bites eat. Also, being right in town here, like it's right. I I didn't even have to cut out work early or anything to get to the gig because it's literally like right up the road. So yeah. it was good. Well, if any any brewers are listening, get up North Slope in Dallas. Bring back the beer. That's right. Do a campaign. We'll do a we'll do a fundraiser at at Wayne's World That's to find to find a brewer for North Slope. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Support it. Support. That's funny. Cool. Well, guys, if you've got nothing else, um, okay, once again, I'm, I'm, what you're doing is awesome. Um, as yeah. Obviously, I'm a huge uh, advocate for the local scene, and I'm glad there's other people like you doing the same thing. Thank you. Yeah, thank Appreciate you. it. Thanks thank for, you having, for having, us. having us. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Check out Wayne's World in Dallas. Uh, next, I don't know if this is going to come out by Tuesday or not. I'm hoping... I've got one for this week, but uh, every first Tuesday of the month. So check them out. So, awesome. Guys, thanks. Appreciate it. Have a good night. All right, you too. I'll see you. Later.